Welcome back to another episode of Ready Comics Roll. And if you enjoy what you hear, don't forget to like, share, and subscribe. Now I am he who holds the cosmic cube. I'm Mike. I am the wielder of the Infinity Gauntlet, Anthony. The heart of the universe. I have been turned to the supreme being of this reality, the unquestionable master. Yes, John. And this week, we'll be talking about the mad titan himself, Thanos. Yeah, because we haven't gotten enough Infinity War content as it is as of yet. <laughs> let's and, let's jump on this bandwagon. 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 <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I think when you have such a core character in Marvel itself, okay, it, who spans uh, and is such an instrumental part within the entire Marvel landscape... You know, having these movies and having a lot of different issues in the comics themselves dedicated to Thanos proves its point. Yeah, he really is the best thing they've borrowed from DC. You want to say that, but they've kind of like tweaked and perfected the character, if you would. Yeah, Dark- they gave him a bad chin and a purple makeover. That's a- bad chin. Are you fucking kidding me? Like, dude, that that chin brings in character. <laughs> I mean, look at Bruce Campbell. Come on, yeah. right? If chins well, could kill. The the weird thing is, he's got like the scroll chin. So, and he's not a scroll. No, but that's because he suffers from the the deviant syndrome. Yeah. Okay, when you look at a creature that's a mutation from a perfect being. Okay, and they have this discolored. Skin. So, so he he's a deviation. Deviations doesn't mean lesser. No, well, no, 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 no. no. I, I'm not referring to the lesser, but you you remember the Dark Side origin story? That Dark Side was an origin. Uh, his origin is that he's a deviation from the new gods. Like he he's an aberration of their race. You're, I think you're reiterating the fact that everyone already knows that Marvel and DC both have kind of copied off of each other a lot. Thanos himself, I think, has been in multiple storylines that honestly have maybe divided himself from uh, Dark Side in a very good fashion. Um, and again, I think that a lot of times when you look at it, Darkseid is a character in DC that can kind of be overlooked at a lot of times because he doesn't play as instrumental of a role where Thanos in the comics and speaking of, even with this movie, the large buildup really shows you the importance of his footprint in the universe at large well in the marvel landscape yes he he is a larger than life character which they have done a lot more with in recent years i mean we're talking about someone who's been defeated by squirrel girl in the past so oh to be fair everybody has been uh, has been defeated by squirrel girl and anybody who hasn't is because they haven't faced her yet yeah, that's very true. Don't, 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 just because, don't <laughs> think that just because her name is Squirrel Girl do, doesn't mean that she's a pushover. Well, that's, that's the whole thing. Everybody underestimates her. That's how they lose to her. Exactly. Um, I mean, Darkseid lost to Batman. <laughs> did he really? Did he really? Yes, yes, he yeah, did. He did. He, he did. He not, but not, not. It wasn't a one-on-one fight with Batman. It was Batman and the rest of the Justice League. No, Batman ever... has outsmarted and made Darkseid go to, to actually say that uh, Batman is one of the most, I, I want to paraphrase it, threatening rivals. Threatening. Well, that, that's why That's why in most of the, the, the like, returns of Darkseid, he always kills Batman first. <laughs> that puts a threat on something, just like 
Thanos respects the fact that he's not going to fuck with Squirrel Girl. (laughs) (laughs) There's this known respect, like, eh, I'll screw over the universe. I'm not messing with you, Squirrel Girl. You're you're fine. Here, pay off. Here's some cashews. (laughs) You know what I mean? She'll, She'll be able to be happy. He'll be able to do his thing. Well, all is good in the universe. My thing is this, and this has been something more with the recent Thanos arcs, where, like, in Infinity and him going to... um, The God Quarry. The God Quarry, which is essentially a source wall type thing. But that's always been, like, the... That's was Darkseid's thing. He goes to the source wall. He he finds out about, you know, the anti-life equation. Well, there's... And, no, that... I think and you're... And then obsesses about being I think you're looking at a, a completely different thing. The, the... The... I think what you would be looking for for the source wall is what Thanos has gone to in multiple different series, which is the Infinity Well. When he gazes upon the Infinity Well, when he ponders, uh, you know, the questions of the universe, that's closer to the source yeah, wall. Well, that, that the, I find the more... God quarry is literally a place to inf- uh, to deal with your internal struggles, and most of the time, for gods to die. Yeah. Okay? Because that... if you cannot understand who you are, what your purpose is, which has actually been a huge thing that Thanos has fought with, you're oh, stuck there for eternity. Well, that's, but once uh... you reach that inner understanding, once you figure out your purpose, who you are, then you're infused basically with your full potential. But that's that's always been kind Return of, of God Thanos. Go ahead. That's always been kind of the the Marvel thing. They they take something that's DC and then they kind of split it into multiple incarnations. Like that's kind of what the, the if you combine the the Well of Eternity and the God Quarry, that's essentially what the Source Wall is because it's the end of the universe. Well, it's where like the gods go to die. It's where you know the universe starts to bleed in over to other universes. It's literally where they draw from for the. Um, uh, lantern rings and stuff. It's 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 literally everything. The source wall is the source of all. Well, nobody cares about Darkseid because Darkseid's DC. He's the yeah. bargain brand Thanos. That's well, who we're talking no, about. Thanos today. is the bargain brand version of Darkseid because again, Darkseid came first. It, you can have something come first and still be the bargain brand between the two. You know what I'm <laughs> I, I think to to kind of go beyond what what you were trying to say with Darkseid, I think we've kind of showcase the point that Thanos, because of his writing, and it may be because of how the writers utilize Darkseid compared to Thanos, Thanos is just more of an instrumental role. He plays more of an instrumental role in Marvel Comics than Darkseid does in DC Comics. I mean, the everyone who's listening out there, you can make your case uh, down in the comments below who you feel has played more of an instrumental role in their respected universes, um, and we can kind of go from there. But realistically, like I said, th- this episode is about Thanos, okay? We, well, we have everything that's kind of going on with him. Well, not only that, but the main point of a lot of what we do is not only we're we here to entertain, we're also here to educate. So to go ahead and, and go off of the whole thing with the bandwagon, sure, it is a topical discussion for us to have at this point, but at the same time, there's some people out there who don't know the true story of, or even some of the other stories, many stories that Thanos has had. So that's kind of what we're going to be providing here today. Absolutely. In Realistically, I mean, what Thanos is known for within the aspect of these comics is, of course, even what the the movie is lining up for, the Infinity Stones. But he's been bigger than that. But that's where he kind of, I think most people really followed and got into with Thanos. We're not even going to talk about, you know, Thanos 
getting arrested by Earth cops oh, or God. his helicopter. The Thanos copter. Yeah. <laughs> that was when he first tried to go for the cosmic cube. And then, uh, was it, I'm trying to remember who it was. Was it Hellcat or somebody else that had the cosmic cube? And she's like, oops, yeah. I dropped it. And he's like, no, you fool. As he's, why does he need a helicopter? Why, oh, I'm sorry. Why does he need a Thanos copter? Listen, that was before they really kind of developed and flushed out his character. That was also you know? still during an era where a lot of characters didn't fly by themselves. Like, flight wasn't a, like, a common superpower. Which, by the way, I just want to remind people out there, Thanos can fly. He, he just does chooses the, not to a lot he, of the time. He utilizes his platform throne, which... He also has personal teleporters. That's what he utilizes. He doesn't really care about flying, but he has that ability. Does he? I thought he was like the Hulk, where he basically just launches himself with such force that it gives him the appearance no, that it's no, flying. No. When, when you look at the original, uh, you know, design of Thanos, um, he hovers. I do remember him hovering in several comics. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, but the thing is, too, well, hey, that's, that's that's that's, is, that's levitation what, is not the same as flight. No, no, no. But that was the thing. That was Darkseid's intro. Darkseid always did the like, I float in above the ground. Oh, we're by, off like, of Darkseid. Yeah, Get out calm of here. down, move on, or else you're getting out of here. Um, but what it comes down to is when, when Thanos is really introduced into the whole set and you kind of go in through Thanos quests and he's collecting the gems before you get into uh, the issues of Infinity War, you know, that I don't I don't really remember them flushing out his character as much. They didn't they didn't necessarily fully go over his stuff as being like everything that is to be in a, in Eternal. Yeah, okay. I don't remember like it's been a while since I really read uh, Thanos Quest or uh, Infinity. Well, going going back that Gauntlet. going back that far in like in and during Hickman's run and stuff, it, it's I don't really remember his origins so much being the thing. Like a lot of it was focusing on the origins of the Infinity Stones, on the Gauntlet itself, on things like Eternity and Infinity and Kismet and you know the the. Well, that Kismet and her came way later. Yeah. Uh, right, but that's what I'm saying is in, in, in those f- issues that really people got to go into with the comics, um, they introduce you with him, uh, going on this quest for death. You know, death, it, it, for him, falling in love with her and kind of going about how am I going to kind of impress her? How am I going to get her love and, and blink out half the existence with a finger, you know, it's such an iconic scene. Yeah. Seeing that glove and you're just like, Oh, snap. Which by the way, I can't wait for that scene to be done in the cinematic universe. Like when Thanos finally collects all those stones, they better put that scene in there, you know, just blink out and then Spider-Man's gone. <laughs> hey, hey, hey! Don't worry, Cap will be the first one. <laughs> All my faves are dying. Uh huh. But I mean, in those issues too, you got to see a lot of those other iconic characters uh, in between her. You know, Adam Warlock, uh, stuff like that, and all these kind of. You get to s- Thanos' character kind of comes out a little bit more. In those areas, well, you get to you get to see essentially Thanos tank everything. Silver Surfer shows up, blasts him with you know cosmic particle energy. I'm just gonna take it. He even he even gets like 
hit by uh, Galactus's like beams and just kind of yeah, but those are, that's later. And then he knocks Galactus on those, his ass. Those those are those are later issues. I'm talking yeah. about even in the beginning stuff. He's talking like silver and gold. So, age yeah, comics. silver and gold age comics. Well, that, like, that's what I'm saying. But that I mean, a, yes, Thanos tanked a lot. That, of damage. That was what that's what Thanos did. Like that's pretty much every single time you see Thanos, he doesn't attack anybody. Everybody attacks Thanos, and he just takes the damage. <laughs> well, that's the thing, though. Okay, when you look at the very basics of an eternal they're supposed to be like superhuman strength durability energy manipulation energy projectiles like they're supposed to be really fast really strong really durable thanos is just so enhanced and so durable he's just like it takes less effort for me like it's more effort to dodge than to or block tank it. or anything just, just i just take it. it you know what i mean so that's what it comes down to and that's also very much the part of what makes him the threat that he is because every time we see him is everybody you see like most threats they right, it's a really good fight you're really not sure which way it's going to go when Thanos shows up that's what made him like the the mad titan he is just the threat of beyond all threats that it kind of just shows up and they're just like well shit how do we face him it takes pretty much almost the entire marvel universe and a lot of cosmic beings to face off against him. Oh, and he's proved that in multiple different eras, even without, you know, cosmic items. But that's always been that's always been the thing. Like the the way to defeat Thanos is his always, own hubris. Oh, is usually yes, his own <laughs> hubris, or or in some way of get the gauntlet from him, give it to Steve Rogers. Steve Rogers will fix things, right, guys? Yeah. Well, technically, if you look at the source of defeating Thanos, it's not even just taking the gauntlet away from him. It's always been about um, exploiting a moment that he shows in which he's not paying attention or his ego is in the way. Um, or well, yeah, he, he, he always starts to overlook somebody who is actually capable of something. So well, it, 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 I'm I'm referring to the cases in which, um, you know, when death still rejects him because he obtains the Infinity Gauntlet, and she know he looks at her as an equal, but she doesn't look at him as an equal. She looks at him as a superior. How can she love him being so much greater? So in him loving her, is it? Him actually loving, like, is she following that love or is he commanding that love from her? So him losing that makes it go a different way. It's that moment of weakness. He doesn't know what's going on. He loses a gauntlet. Well, Lady but, Death pretty much is, I would say, his weakness. Oh, Lady Death absolutely is. That's why I'm saying we've seen. Yeah, no, no, I'm his, agreeing with you. And the thing is, too, is that we've seen Thanos die. Drax has killed Thanos. Drax has put his... Straight through the heart. Yes, and he's to blame. <laughs> he gives love a bad name. <laughs> he does. But yeah, right through his chest, pulls out his heart, and Thanos is even just like... Funny thing is, even when he's killed, Thanos is just like, oh, well, I guess that's a thing that happened. Like, well, it doesn't even No, 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 it. get it right. His favorite... My, my favorite line that every single time something horrific happens to Thanos. Huh. Interesting. Yeah. That's what I mean. He's <laughs> that's completely it. unfazed, but he doesn't stay dead. That's what's hilarious. Right. But it, the the other thing that I'm talking about is... When, He's cursed with life. Yeah, no, he, yeah, he really is. is. But the other thing that also gets into him is, yes, his ego. And it's not necessarily just underestimating the little guy. Because to him, everyone's the little guy. 
okay? It's the, hey, Thanos, you could never win without that gauntlet. They prove that point when everyone in the universe goes against him and he doesn't have the gauntlet. But it's that whole thing of, I don't need this to be as great as I am. So it, it, it always teeters back and forth on how great he is, you know, what kind of weaknesses he can fall into, whether it be his ego or his love for death. Well, the, the one thing that I'm glad that they've, they've never really done is they've never made it to where the cosmic entities had to actually step in. Like, mm-hmm. you, they, they, they appear, but they never actually have to do anything. Only in the offshoot of, uh, the heart of the universe. He goes before the living tribunal, okay? After he has acquired the heart, it, and becomes not long, acquires. He literally becomes the heart of the universe. Which, by the way, that 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 series was really awkward because it makes you truly believe that the one above all was basically like, "Hey, I need Thanos to do something," so he's going to become the heart of the universe through all this stuff. It's not a coincidence because, don't forget, he's a man of science. Okay? (laughs) Science and magic, but whatever. (laughs) So he becomes the heart of the universe, and he restarts the universe. He, The realization that he is not just this cosmic abstract, he is also the creator. He is the one above all in that time frame. He goes before all the major aspects, chaos, order, um, infinity, uh, the Living Tribunal, and they're like, hey, we're going to take this power from you. And he's just like, mm-hmm. no. Okay? And then when everyone comes against him, blink out of existence. Blink existence out of existence. And then he recreates it. So, I, I don't know, it, I know it's a little bit debated here and there whether that series is truly a part of canon or not. I believe most... uh you know, contexts of it, I think it's viewed as non-canon. But that was an instance where literally the major aspects had to come in and try to interfere, and it didn't quite work out in their favor. Yeah. Well, the the only other time that, like, there's interference from cosmic entities is when he frees the in-betweener from order and chaos. And that's because he essentially steals their prisoner. <laughs> right, but I mean, even when he gets the Infinity Stones... That's still something for the major aspects to deal with. He's always had to deal with the major aspects. That's one of the biggest things about his storyline, even leading up to what is the new canon and his start of his origin, is Thanos is the biggest player when it comes down to cosmic roles, the cosmic aspects, okay? When they reboot his series with Thanos rising, okay, from the earliest of age, Okay, his mother could tell that he is attached to death before anything else. So she thought he was a monster. And the funny thing is, is Thanos' father, better known as Mentor, thinks that she's referring to the fact that because he's a deviant and he's grotesque looking by comparison, that's what she meant by he's a monster. No, she basically could see into his eyes and kind of see into the future in a sense. Like, no, this is going to be the person that's going to end all things. We need to, I need to kill my own child, but to stop these horrible events from ever happening. You mean it's because he wasn't as good looking as Star Fox? No. (laughs) See, that's what Mentor thought. (laughs) That was unfortunately not the case. Right, right. I mean, we, we have to remember, in Thanos Rising, it also introduces the fact that, okay, he has a brother which comes on later because Thanos is the elder of the two. 
Thanos is technically supposed to be the next ruler of Titan. Hmm. After his father, Thanos will be king, in a sense. Okay? And in Thanos Rising, his tie to death in leading him down this path... Um, I know me and Anthony were even talking about this beforehand. If, if, if that one note of not being attached to death had changed... Would he still come out to truly be the same type of character? And yeah, because I don't feel that he would. And I actually, just to touch on that too, I think it's very masterful how they even approach death in the comics because you see her. If you're familiar with her design throughout the, all of Marvel, you can kind of tell it's her. But they'd play it off really well to where you're wondering, and like it's kind of an aha moment later if she's truly even there and other people see her, it's only later that you realize that she's kind of this linchpin that in my opinion, put him down this path because he was the, that's the thing that a lot of people don't realize about Thanos is yes, he is stupid, powerful. Yes. He can tank shots, but he's also incredibly brilliant. Even at, like, at the age of, I think it was 14, he was already smarter than most of his professors. Now, it, actually it's stated in the comics that nothing in the education system of Titan, in and you got to remember, this is a mega advanced culture, could not teach him something that he did not already know. That's why he literally went out into the world, into the universe, on his own. Well, after so, being led to that cave with the lizards that well, ate all the peoples. <laughs> the, the events that were to change him. But that was, that was even before, when he was really young. You know, at the point when he grew past... Uh, the education system, he was kind of like in his late teens, maybe early 20s. Yeah, because that's when the, um, he went the more scientific route, he, but he, and he was cold and calculated because the events that happened after that cave and with the uh, lizards and everything else that, that, that death set him on is what changed everybody's perception of him too. That's where they saw him as the monster. And that's when he started to question himself. And that's where it came to a point where he does end up, I think this work on the, the madness starts to creep in. Because, yes, he, he admits that he's doing all these these experiments because he's trying to better understand himself. He's trying to better understand everything around him. But then it comes to a point where death is, even gets him to admit that he enjoys the killing. He enjoys the torture and that it leads to the experiments. I think that really strives from the fact that he is so brilliant that he gets bored of everything that he's done. Because there isn't a case in which he doesn't excel in master. So his enjoyment, Except for being a father. <laughs> we'll, we'll, get, we'll get to that we'll, yeah we'll get to that part which she's been a father of many children because even in thanos rising they show they, well they acknowledge the fact that he's he's essentially all his actual offspring he kills off it's his adopted ones that he keeps around this is true but it, in in thanos rising it even states he gets bored as a father yeah. so it, everything kind of just bores him the only thing that brings him any Joy. Kind of joy in life is death in life. Yep. So that that's what Thanos Rising was really good at kind of painting for this rebirth of Thanos and kind of really going into it because we knew some of the structure, but they went even further in that story. We also got to see Grandpa Kronos. He's awesome. The, the crotchety old <laughs> You need to figure this out. You need to figure out who did the murders. This is not going to go well with the rest of society. It's not going to happen, Dad. Calm down. <laughs> and the funny thing is, is a lot of people are actually, funny enough, torn on Thanos Rising. There seems to be like 
Some people actually think that it's a brilliant reboot of the character, a retelling of his origin. Other people are like, oh no, this is absolute bullshit. Oh, I can't believe they did this. So, Well, I think the biggest contrast to what, because in the early stages of Thanos compared to what it is with the reboot, is almost the roles were reversed. Mentor originally was the one who was very cautious about Thanos and saying, "I this child, it's a deviant, I, I don't trust it. The mother being super caring was the one that truly loved Thanos and would it, Thanos looked at her as the only person in the world that understood him, you know, and who truly loved him. Where you have the rebirth, they took that away and they kind of reversed it. Even though Mentor was very cold, he well, acknowledged he, his son and he, he would not. Son, but he he kept his son at like I want to say it like at arm's length, but it was mainly cuz he wanted to study his own son. Well, in Thanos Rising, it's it, there is no study of his son. Mentor is just too busy. Yeah, it, that's the arm's reach. Is Mentor is too busy leading his people, too busy creating new sciences, too busy being away from all that, and he doesn't want to acknowledge the fact that his son, the heir to the Titan throne, could be a monster. Okay, I mean, look at look at Eros, Star Fox. He is a man whore. He should be great. <laughs> you know what I mean? So they really kind of flipped that role, though. His mother not being kind of uh, in that same feels with him. And then he kills his own mom. Yeah. Studies her. Yeah. Uh-huh. This is where... Th- is this where my joy lies? Why am I like this? I can only find that with my origin, who is my mother. So... Thanos Rising, I, I personally liked it. I really liked kind of how deep they went into that comic. Um, you know, we, we would love to know your thoughts out there as well. Tell us in the comments below if you have or have not read Thanos Rising. Um, it has been out for quite a few years now. Um, you know, is this something that you would like, uh, you know, to see and kind of read up on? Um, and I think that's where it started to spin. And then we get the classic stories of, you know, Infinity War, Ascents. Um, and it really goes through that whole process again. And I like to call, because realistically, and I think in 2013, they really did that spin-off of, okay, Infinity War has already happened again. We've grown past that. We've moved on. Um, and we want to do uh, the reawakening and rebirth of Thanos in the sense of everything has died, he has now come back. Guess what? It's time for his redemption tour. Literally, it is his redemption tour. He goes around and he questions if I've jo- had so much joy in all this death and discomfort. Is that really what I should be doing? Is that really me? Hmm. Death has turned uh, turned away from him. Well, if that was never supposed to be it, is there more? Well, that also goes into the whole... Uh arc where he's essentially teamed up with Deadpool and running around the universe. That still happens way later. But I mean it's it's one of those things like he always kind of has like these weird storylines like that one though that just kind of were like, "Oh well, I, you know, I find out that I'm cursed to live and I could 
strip Deadpool of his immortality, but I'm not going to because I don't want him to be with death either. Well, he's the one who bestowed uh, the immortality. He cursed Deadpool with immortality. Yeah. Because of the connection with death. Um, I personally stay away from the Deadpool-Thanos crossover line just because uh, that was a very goofy series. It's Deadpool. Anytime yeah, you involve Deadpool in anything. Yeah. But and... that's, that's been the thing. Like, you, you've had these, I mean, weird, not necessarily weird, but these, these one-shot, like, offside, like, things with Thanos. They've happened a few times now. Yeah. I mean, the most recent stuff that I can remember is obviously the Deadpool Thanos, um, and then the Hulk versus Thanos, which a lot of people, you know, kind of felt it was a letdown. I'm not sure if you guys have read anything of that. Um... A part of it. I mean, Portions of it. Um, real quick, it's obvious, I think, like, you think that it's this lineup that's going to be really big between Thanos and, and Hulk, and realistically, Thanos is only fighting uh, an internal, like, mental image of him because he goes into his mind, uh, and it all has to do with Annihilus and short, like, four-issue series. Um, but... Through Thanos' like redemption tour and stuff like that, you have uh, him going literally to these other. Uh, it, let me put it this way: it lines up annihilation in annihilation wave. But Thanos is going around, and yeah, that's when you get to see him go up against like Galactus, not in the pursuit of like I'm going to kill him because he debates to himself whether that can actually occur. Okay, whether he has well, the power to he, do he that. Comes to, but... He comes to the same re- realization that, was it Franklin Richards comes uh, comes into, like, when when he has to deal with Galactus, he's like, well, I can't get rid of Galactus. Galactus is a necessary. I thought it was Franklin. I thought it was later on. I know there's a, like, there's a time where he's capable of blinking cosmic entities out of existence because he's Franklin oh, okay. Richards. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there's a time where he's dealing with, like, Galactus was coming back to Earth, or because uh, it was Terax shows up, and Franklin's like, "All right, well, I'll deal with this." He shoes Terax away, goes to see Galactus, and then after having a conversation with Galactus, realizes that I can't get rid of Galactus. He's a necessary entity, so he just starts sending him. To, he essentially does the Silver Surfer route and sends him to barren planets. I think most people who encounter Galactus understand. Okay, let me put it this way. The the entities who encounter Galactus and understand the scope of the universe understand that Galactus is a necessity within the universe. Well, and this is this has always been one of those things like the origin stories of Galactus have gotten weirder and weirder over the years because eh, now it's always he's, about the cosmic egg. Well, no, he's the traveler now. Mm. He he's the he's the traveler from a past universe that ha, that like apparently is just larger in size and has because of his no, from what I remember even with the newest stuff they they kind of I see where you're going with the traveler stuff but it was from the previous reset the yeah. previous universe he still encounters the cosmic egg normally everything involves around him encountering the cosmic egg so at least he's not a giant cloud that eats things. Wow, you really have to go for that? Yes, I, I had to mention... I because... thought we were going on some good stuff today, and you had to bring up that. <laughs> you know, there's this thing that we, I, we've gone without mentioning, but... 
but he's going to mention it. I'm going to mention it now. The, so <laughs> the, 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 the Cloud Galactus was these like, all right, this is my chance. Yeah. If he pulled up that bullcrap, <laughs> if I pulled up that bullcrap. So speaking on Infinity and Infinity War and the things that we are excited for, I I wanted to talk a little bit about the Fantastic Four embargo. Um, why are we talking about Fantastic Four? Because it's the reason why we aren't getting things like Fantastic Four in the new HeroClick set. It's the, I mean, it's still the reason for a lot of things going on. We'll in likely the be getting universe. them in Battle World, by the way. We'll likely finally see them in Battle World because yes, by then the 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 purchase will be settled. Fox will no longer have those rights, or at least they will have those rights, but they will be owned by Disney too, so it won't matter. Um, but that's been a that's been a large reason for why Thanos has become more prevalent. No, it, I think that Thanos has become more prevalent because he is more prevalent. In the Marvel landscape. That's why we said it. Uh, Galactus. Galactus is even one of those stories. To, to kind of go off that. He comes and he goes. His biggest contribution. To Marvel. Is the creation of Silver Surfer. Hmm. Realistically. Okay. And but yes. You, you, but it, looking at looking at Marvel now. You you can look at the landscape. The arc you, or Marvel at this time? Uh. <laughs> <laughs> and a slap, Anthony. You, you're missing those landscape characters. You're missing the Fantastic Four. You're missing Silver Surfer. You're missing Galactus. In oh, no, you're not missing Silver Surfer. We'll get into that here in a little bit, though. Well, I was going to say, even Silver Surfer, uh, and yeah, Anthony's right. We're going to get into that because he is still a part of the Marvel landscape in the comics in one way, shape, or form. Oh, he, Especially with Thanos. Thanos in Surfer. Like, I, I think I can recall in in the scope of so many comics that Thanos has been a part of or been the centralized character around, there's two characters that are mostly reoccurring in his comics. And, and that's, that's Surfer. History. That's Surfer and that's Adam Warlock. Yeah. Those are the two biggest parts of that, which is going to be really huge with the MCU universe and how they're going to kind of develop, utilize uh, Adam Warlock from, you know, the last Guardians movie. Like, okay. when is he going to come out? When is he yeah. going to go out? Well, but everything? the thing is, is you look at it this way. You look at it from, uh, I want to say from Thanos, essentially through most of Thanos Rising and, he, and even back in Infinity, you didn't see Surfer. You didn't see... Uh, any of the any of the Richards, including Kang. Well, Thanos Rising, no, because it had nothing to do with them. Yeah, that was more of his backstory leading into what we see going on. And you mentioned the Annihilation Wave, and even later the uh, Infinity, which Infinity. I guess we'll kind of segue into that. Infinity, we have the whole event where at now at this point Thanos is like, "Man, I'm bored. Time to kill my kids." <laughs> <laughs> hey, listen, I still I'm still waiting to like. Parent of the year. <laughs> yeah, right? Well, again, th this is with that perfect kind of moment where it comes into infinity where, okay, his motivations are obviously to do certain things. And obviously his goal, giving his kids, I guess, is tribute for death. It's always death, damn it. It's always death. Hey, you got to love your first, you know, your, your one and true, first true, you know, true love. But right. I mean, obviously, she's not interested. She it even is, goes to she Thane. She goes to Thane during she Infinity. She, Listen, no. she she's she's that bad girl that keeps on going for the the like. 
you would think that she would like him because Thanos is kind of the bad guy, but he tr- it's the try hard. He tries too hard, so yeah. therefore it's kind of like, eh, it, it, I don't know. <laughs> but um, with the Infinity series, him on this quest of like killing all of his kids and doing all this stuff, it, the story itself for Infinity is really cool and how it ends as well. Um because yeah, even beyond the Thanos story, there's a lot of there's things a lot of stuff going that on. sets up just the Marvel landscape. Period. Well, yeah, you ha- you have everything that's going on in Unworthy Thor. You have everything that's going on in, in humans. In humans, uh huh. Um, I mean, the whole fight with Black Bolt is ridiculous. Um, Talking about taking hits, he takes not one but two full on voice blasts from Black Bolt. One is you know underpowered, but the first one. After rereading it, oh, because we got in that whole debate. What? What? Yeah, he takes, what? He takes oh. a full power shot the first time. Mm-hmm. It may not have been, you know... The the second one's point, point blank. blank. The, the second, second one is point blank. The first one may not have been point blank, but that's the point, though. You don't have to be point blank when it comes down to, to Black, Black Bolt's scream. scream. No. When he yells at you, no, and it destroys his city, it should be destroying you as well. Okay? But Thanos is that much of a G. He did get messed up. He did, he did, but it doesn't matter. He comes, he goes, listen, that's unscathed compared to other people that have had to deal with that type of issue. Yeah, by comparison, yes. Okay, by comparison. But then that's when he saw the whole thing, like, okay, you know, if you're not going to tell me where my son is, you could take your secret to your grave, bitch. Bah! Slams him down. Mm-hmm. Which, by the way, I loved. Yeah. <laughs> I, actually, that, that's actually one of that's one of my favorite panels, and even though I'm a big Black Bolt fan, it's still one of my favorite panels yeah, well, in comics. Again, and still feel and humans are better than X Men, or at least currently. Yeah. Well, I, no, that not again, after that show. No, <laughs> not after that show. Show's not part of the comic comic. Not, not after that show. That's, not not <laughs> which, part of comics. Which is funny to, because to be I fair, think... that's another thing that happened because of the damn Fox embargo, though, because they started writing in humans more than they would write X Men because they. Didn't yeah, they want to? But, well, it's not that they couldn't. They just oh, they didn't want to. They didn't want to give them more source material. Yeah, yeah it right. became this whole thing like we're not going to create new mutants because we're not going to essentially hand you over new licensed material. But it's the best thing that could have happened because again, through Thanos and Infinity, there was the whole thing with the Terrigen Mist Bomb that is what basically spawned more of their kind. It was the one of the few times the and Black the Bolt thing. actually agrees. <laughs> well, it, it unveils thing. Yes. Yeah. It's basically, all right, well, well, a few times Black Bolt actually agrees with his brother. He's just like, you know what? Yes, our people are dying. We need something. Oh, Thanos is here? Perfect scapegoat. We can go ahead and just set this bomb off. I was going to do it anyways, but... Now I have somebody to blame. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Thanos forced me to do this. That's why, guys, it's not my fault. Which it really that is. leads to the fall of the royal family. So again, even just in the film, even stuff that it was it, not directly involved it, with Thanos, that storyline alone still set up so much that changed. Well, I th- I think they did a really good job when they came Thanos out. Thanos doesn't Thanos doesn't change landscapes. Thanos breaks landscapes. <laughs> it, actually, with the Infinity Gauntlet, he's remade Thanos or uh, landscapes. There, I specifically remember back in the day when he recarved out the universe and he put his face as like a Mount Rushmore out in space. It was epic. <laughs> he carved out new landscapes and made an homage to himself. Um, but Infinity did a really good job at interweaving the the storyline through the eyes of kind of that specific series. You know, you had a lot of things that were going on with the builders. Um 
You had all this cosmic entities and kind of BS going on. A whole bunch of different races kind of being there. So it was a collective of everything. You had everything that was kind of going down on Earth with the Inhumans and whatnot. All through this packaged story of Thanos again, always on these quests to do something. And when he finally gets there and, you know, Terrigen Mist goes off, he finds his last son and he finds Thane. Which opens up to the next arc of stuff because Thane... Being as powerful as he is, the son of Thanos, having kind of life Run, and death in his hands. Runs off, has an affair with death, gets the Phoenix Force, does a whole bunch of weird shit, loses yeah. it to some kid that's running around with the... Well, even before that, the, yeah. so there is the fight that does happen between Thane and Thanos. And yeah, there is the bullcrap where, you know, Lady Death's just like, oh, hey, you know, I think I like you now, teehee, kill your daddy for me, <laughs> yeah, and we can be together. But yeah, he does, like you mentioned, it was he, a little bit more... He bit-slaps him to mortality. <laughs> well, 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 even before that. So what ends up happening is there's this weird point that does happen between that fight to where Thanos actually gets infected with a god virus. By Lady Death, no less. What talk about a, a bitter betrayal? I think though she it, gi- she gives him she gives him Godhiv. It's okay. Oh, <laughs> I I really have to go back and read some of those issues though because I don't think they called it that, Mike. But was it, <laughs> no, sorry, it was Space Age, wasn't it? It's Space Age. No, no, no. I'm I'm looking at it as this though. Like he he yes, he is kind of losing his life. He's going through that, but this is kind of what he's always wanted. If you look down at the deep part of Thanos, Thanos has always wanted to be with death. The mortal life has never really necessarily been what he is after. But the issue with that, and that's what we end up seeing, is the only he, true way to be with death is to die. That one, yeah. yeah, which is why he would have accepted that, but he didn't because the issue with that is when he when he is going to accept death. He wants to accept it on his own terms. Absolutely. And the fact that... Primarily the, after he's destroyed about half the universe. And that's, that's his thing. thing. And, the God, and the God virus, what it did, it was stripping him of a lot of his abilities, was stripping him of his powers. I, no, I, I have to interrupt. Before you go to your girlfriend's house, you got to get her some flowers first. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, but that, that's, that's what he did when he went to... Um, not I want to say the Cree homeworld, but uh, no, not Cree. The other um, the Chitari? No, the other other. <laughs> How many homeworlds is these gods? Uh, Guardians homeworld. I uh, the the Guardian. Oh, you're talking about the Nova Corp? Uh, no, no, Guardian, Guardian. Um, uh, leader of oh my god, why am I drawing a blank? Leandra's people. Yeah. Oh. Why am I drawing a blank on this? <laughs> We're all drawing a blank on this. Yeah, I'm not alone. Well, because I'm trying to think of... I mean, he's destroyed so many cultures. So many planets. So while you guys think on that... Oh, God. The whole fight that ends up happening between uh, Thane and Thanos... There was there was the whole God Rives that led up to that. And it came to a point where he actually goes to his father... Because he's like, hey, look. You're a scientist. You're smart. You need to fix this. Doesn't his or dad in his face? Yeah. Yeah, he does. <laughs> Talk about ballsy, though. Like, how many people can you think of that actually have done that? Just flat out. Just like, yeah. I spit in your face. And not get killed instantly. Yeah. But then again, it was only because of the fact that he needed him. He did the whole threat of, you need to fix this or I'll kill you. And, uh, yeah. So his dad's like, why do I need to fix this? If you die, 
I've done my job. Yes. <laughs> God, fatherly love. Oh, <laughs> uh, and then of course the Black Order, and they end up they're like, ah, you're weak and you're mortal now. We don't need to follow you. Yeah, I love the writing for the Black Order that they gave for for Thanos, and I I really like that they're kind of continuing on in the stories with with the Black Order. Um, but yeah, it, Thane goes out and. He somehow acquires the Phoenix Force. Yeah, and then we get the prize fight of the century that almost felt like Dragon Ball Z as they're fighting one another and punches him through a planet. Yeah, yeah. When, when oh, that's Thanos when he gets, gets powers back. That's Thanos right. gets his powers back from. So, yeah, because the... there was the whole thing with the God Query. That's right. Sorry, I got a little ahead of myself. Because that, that was probably well, one of my most favorite scenes of that. Uh, but, yeah, so th- their fight takes them to the God Quarry to where. Thane's like, I'm not even going to kill you. Are you talking about the Shi'ar? Yes, the Shi'ar Empire. There it is. <laughs> it took me a moment for you to say Leandra, or Lelandra. Le- Le- Lelandra, Le- yeah. So We're not talking about the X-Men! <laughs> while, while, while Thanos does not have any real power, he still, he ends up having to fight Guardian... The leader at that at that time of the Shi'ar Empire and all the Shi'ar's like top soldiers. Oh yeah, no, that was that was no 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 no. They they Thanos still had power apparently at that time, and they just did a really shit job uh, because they they were like, hey, these are some underclassmen of the Shi'ar Empire. And guess what, Thanos? They're gonna capture you. And it's like, really? Are you freaking kidding me? I think to this day, if you've gone out there and see this, I, I forgot what issue or what what um, exact series it was, but I, I know what you're talking about. Um, Thanos still had power, not like mega. I think power. it was still during Unworthy Thor. It was either that or it was during Avengers. I, I don't know. Or so New Avengers. New if, Avengers. If, if anyone knows out there, please drop it in the comments below. Um, but there was the point where, yeah, he goes up against them and they capture him. And it was just poor writing. Uh, for the fact that he could kind of go in there and he should be able to wipe the floor with these guys. No, this was after, there was, it was after the fight with Thane. It was when he had like little, like he literally, the only thing he had was his super strength. He mm. didn't have more, he was mortal at that point in time. He, he had. Well, see, that's what I always say. The only part, the only reason why he ends up losing or losing is because Guardian shows up. Mortal and not having powered two different things. Well, he didn't have he didn't have energy projection. He didn't have so he's no longer life. an eternal. <laughs> he, he, he essentially had some some higher higher like higher endurance than a normal like human being, and he was slightly he's stronger. still a mutant. Well, because yeah. no, that's what happens. Is I know what you're talking about. That that happens after the first fight with Thane. Yeah, because Thane is the one that strips him of his. It's powers. when it's after he woke up he's in already, a smoldering crater. Yeah, because he was he was already. He was already dying. He's already mortal and dying thanks to the God Virus. But he still had his abilities. It was Thane that stripped him of his powers and abilities. He said, this is going to be the ultimate slap to your face. Not only are you going to die, but you're going to die a weak punk bitch. Yeah. So then he goes up against... The, he ends up fighting the Shi'ar Empire. That was that, that's yes. before, I remember that. that. That's... Now I know what you're talking about. Yeah. <laughs> he go And then Guardian shows up, and Guardian's the one that essentially helps capture him. Because at right. that point, Guardian's actually like... 
Wait, I can take Thanos. Holy crap. <laughs> this is the only time. This is the biggest confidence boost in the world. And that's where my power comes from. <laughs> this is the only time I'm going to be able to do this. Um, yeah. And after that, he became the strongest person in the universe because that was the biggest confidence boost of all time. No, he still, he still <laughs> peaks out on confidence just like the Hulk should peak out on rage. But he peaks out on confidence, thus he peaks out on power. And I still think Sentry could beat him. Um, oh, yeah. ha- hands down. But, um... And yeah, Gladiator, not Guard. I keep calling him Guardian, yeah. Yeah, Gladiator, there I'm, we go. I'm, that's I'm why you were confusing DC reference, yeah. That's why I was getting confused. I'm all like, I don't know who the hell he's talking about. It has to do with Giant Blue Mohawk. Captain Caveman. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he is the Captain Planet of the Shi'ar universe. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but, yeah, so going to the God Quarry. So that's eventually where it leads to... Which gave it this is really cool scene. To no, where, the, that, that, that scene was amazing. That whole, that comic. Don't touch the walls. Hey, Thane, touch the wall. Yeah, no, yeah. <laughs> even before that, so we get this thing to where we're, we're wondering, is this a dream sequence? Is the future? What is this? We see Thanos leading the Avengers. He's a good guy. I, <laughs> I love the fact that he doesn't really need their help. No, he doesn't. So he comes up with the plan. He shows up. He comes up with the plan. They're kind of botching it. So he's like, screw it. I'm going to take over. Watch me do this. And of course, he's still not like the fully good guy because he ends up still murdering the bad people. That has but... always occurred, though. Staying true to his character, yes. anytime, even during Thanos's what I like to refer to again as his redemption tour. Okay, if someone's gonna shoot him in the gut, okay, uh, you're not an innocent. Dead. You know, if someone's planning on when he goes to save a planet of Regalians and there's a coup going on and those guys aren't innocent because they're not just trying to overthrow the government. They're still trying to kill Thanos. You're going to break a few eggs when you're making an omelet. Regalians. Aren't those those bug people from Dragon Ball Z? Yeah. <laughs> 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 uh, but, uh, yeah, yes. we, we have that whole thing where, which, yeah, you're right. It was amazing. It, so, so saying it really cool is an understatement. But then he's just like, something's still not right. Something's not there. Which is the whole point of the God Quarry. The God Quarry... Questions your very being. Exactly. If you question your very being, which has been a constant problem that Thanos has had throughout most of his writing, you it's basically a prison. You are stuck in a never-ending uh, illusion. Cycle of not knowing who you uh, well, are. Well, not only that, an illusion. Yeah. So then he's just like, no, this isn't me. I get it now. I understand who I am. I'm owning the fact that I am the Mad Titan. And he breaks out of it. And then he's ready to kill the three witches that kind of oversee the God Quarry. It's like, I'm going to smite you all now. They're like, no, 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 no. It's okay. We're not going to, we were already going to give you your powers. That was the whole point of the God Quarry. You passed the test. We don't even give you it. You already have it. He's just like, oh, cool. I'm back to, I'm even better than I was before. It's back to God Thanos. That's when he fights Thane again. Even with the Phoenix Force. With the Phoenix Force. And, <laughs> and Dragon, Ball Z, Dragon Ball Z slams him through a freaking planet. Yes. Well, that, that, that's like... And then the Phoenix Force geez. is like, peace out. <laughs> that, that, that's one of those things, because you have to remember, like, there's only one Phoenix Force. Okay? This is an almighty being that goes into someone else. It, it transcends all universes. It transcends all... The multiverse. Yeah. And... When and during this point in time is actually I th- actually no I think Thane loses it at this point in time because I think this is during the same point in um, the all new all different Thor where Jane Foster fights um, the two gods from the Shi'ar Empire it is and it is around they, the same time. The, the, the they send the Phoenix Force after her 
Yeah, yeah. There, there, there's this whole. There was this whole yeah, part it's of a continuity. whole like weird. Well, because it, how long was Thane with the Phoenix Force and how much? Because there's only one. Because then Phoenix it goes Force. to that X Men kid that I can never remember the name of. Right, right. But while Thane has it, he you got to understand like this is Thane probably in his prime. You know, th- this is it. He's with Phoenix Force. In Thanos, without having a gauntlet, without having a cube, without beats having it anything, out of him. Beat exactly. He beats his son like it's redheaded stepchild. <laughs> Tuesday, redheaded stepchild Tuesday. Yeah, right. <laughs> beats him so bad that even oh. the Phoenix Force, like you said uh, earlier, Mike, is like deuces. I'm out. <laughs> yeah, dude. Like that is insane to bring Thanos up to the level of kind of what the threat has always felt like throughout comics for for such a long period of time. And then talking um, about redemption tours. So after the fact, like you mentioned the Jatari, because there is a point where he does go back to the Jatari, enslaves them because yep. they have their king. And he's just like, this your king? Raw blood's raining everywhere. It's like, all right, y'all work for me now. Goes back to the station that he set up. Horvus Glaive is the one who's like, I run this now. Who yeah. are you? And then it was like, ha, 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 ha. Breaks his staff, kills him off too, and sad face. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> we like you said, we get to see Thanos basically in his prime, or even better than his prime, right? And I, I mean, that leads up to kind of one of the more recent. Con- I, I think it's the most recent. I, I don't think I've seen, and it could be something out there that's more recent. But uh, with the whole. King Thanos series. That is the most recent. Uh, so what ends up leading into that. So again, he's at his prime. He's already rebuilding his empire at an insane rate. But it comes to a point where out of nowhere, he gets captured by a cosmic version of Ghost Rider who has a chunk of the time Infinity Gem and pulls him into the future. And he's like, why the hell have you brought me here? And then he sees... Big Boss. Hey, this is future Big Daddy you. <laughs> yeah, hey, when you find out that, you know, the Ghost Rider is uh, Frank Castle. Which is great, because... They give I've you... never found Frank Castle more funny. Yeah, <laughs> what, what leads it to... And it's cool, because they really give you a kind of... Well, Frank Castle kind of tells you the story of how King Thanos became as he is. Because you see uh, King Thanos is sitting on a throne, which is made out of Galactus's skull. He's basically... If you're going to do it, you're going to do it right. Yeah. He tells the story. He's saying, hey, look, there was a time where, you know, Thanos won. He collected, he got the Infinity Gauntlet, he got all these cosmic items. He was beyond the power of any of us. And it came to a point where I was... I, I There's nothing I could do. I wanted to stop him, so I made a de- literal deal with the devil. He's like, he made the deal with Mephesto, became Ghost Rider... But even then, he still could not hang with Thanos. But he couldn't die to Thanos either. So after Thanos has basically wiped out everything, he kind of came back bored because he already wiped out Galactus. Because that's another thing that Galactus exists well, for. Don't forget, uh, Ghost Rider becomes the herald of Galactus as well. That's yes. the second deal. Yes, that, that was the second deal. You're right. So he became. That's where he got cosmic powers. Still could not hang with Thanos. And then Galactus gets wiped out because that's the only other thing Galactus is good for when he does show up in storyline is just to show how powerful somebody else is when he gets wiped out. Another measuring tool. <laughs> He's corrected me. Technically, two great things in Marvel continuity for Galactus. 
creating Silver Surfer and showing how powerful someone else is. <laughs> Two <laughs> things that are very important. But th- this story highlighted, um, you know, some really cool aspects of Ghost Rider and Frank Castle, um, King Thanos himself, and then honestly, the heart of this story, Hulk. <laughs> I've uh, never seen a Hulk so pitiful in my life going, please kill me, please. He, he, he ate Tony Stark. <laughs> he literally, they fed him the remains of Tony Stark. To he, he basically was, uh, Thanos, King Thanos' pet dog. dog. His dog. Um, but if Thanos proved, uh, just like kind of the, that homage to almost doom, like everything that he finally planned, he executed and he executed well. He utilized every single tool and every single hero and, and, and unlike, villain and that unlike he doom, to do he didn't so. need the God King title. He just went with King. Yeah, well, I mean, at that point in time, he is. God <laughs> he doesn't King. need to be redundant. Well, actually, he no. doesn't even call himself King Thanos. No, just, we just call him King Thanos because that's pretty much what he is. Because you see him at one point, kind of wearing a, a crown. Yeah, he has the 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 crown the crown of Winterfell. On <laughs> and then the sword, the sword of Seder and Surter, 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 the Twilight, yeah. Sword of the Doom. Um, but I mean, the the coolest thing was, you know, you you get young Thanos, you get old Thanos, you have this fight, you go up against. Oh wait, no, there was another really cool point. Uh, my favorite thing with Black Bolt, he captures Black Bolt and he destroys the Celestials because he stabs Black. He has him chained up like he's a weapon dog. Stabs Black Bolt and destroys the Celestials. Awesome point in the comic. And then the next best point was near the end with uh, the fight against the the Fallen One, Silver Surfer. Just hey, Silver Surfer. everyone comes into this! <laughs> because again, Silver Surfer going back, he takes on the mantle of the Fallen One, which was a nice little somewhat obscure reference. Yeah, not. I don't think a lot of people know about the true first Herald of Galactus. So the the one in which was generated and powered by dark matter. Mm-hmm. Okay. But, uh, so he, he, you know, silver surfer, he gets that power and he waited until a certain point just so he could be worthy and willed. Meow, meow. Yeah. Meow, meow. <laughs> but what was great is the whole thing. And so uh, Thanos is like, why did you bring me here? If you succeeded, which kind of proves the fact that if Thanos has his way, he would still be bored because the problem is even in success, he has failed. And the fact that he's just—I I look at that—he's got that, nothing more. He's got nothing more to do. Oh well, I look at—I really—I mean, the comic points out at the end, and I truly believe this. It, it doesn't necessarily state it verb word for word. Is that Thanos didn't need Thanos to help defeat the Fallen One? I—he th- could have done that one way or the other. What it comes down to is Thanos showed that the only reason why he pulled Thanos into that timeline is for Thanos to kill Thanos. Yes. That's what he wanted. That's what we're going to find out is the real reason. So after all said and done, you have for the you have the Silver Surfer. He has Meow Meow. He's kind of wrecking face for a little bit, but the problem is he kind of focused more on Banner. King. Well, after killing Banner, but he was focused more on... Uh, he didn't kill Banner. No, he kills Ghost Rider. He s- takes the gamma radiation away from Banner to subdue him yeah he turned back to normal i thought he killed him King after thanos he... goes up behind banner oh, wait, and the, oh that's and right he stabs uses the uh the twilight sword to kill both um or wound surfer kill banner and then to finish off surfer he took the handle of meow meow and just shoved his face through it it was pretty brutal in the best it way it was possible. brutal 
Well, after cutting off his arm, because he cuts his arm off first, that's where he drops the hammer, then takes the hammer and wham. Yeah, yeah. So, definitely, uh, if... That's where we get the big reveal of, oh, this I really actually could have taken him on my own, thank you. The real reason why is because you and I are going to fight to the death. And Because, again, like, like I said before... If Thanos is going to die, he wants to do it on his own terms. Mm-hmm. So he gets in this bloody battle, which is also quite brutal. You're seeing, like, broken bones. You're seeing blood. It, it, we go back to portions that happen, like old comics, that Thanos realizes, I mean, in most terms, if if a huge challenge can take him out, he doesn't want the challenge to take him out. He wants to kind of die from suicide, but at the same time, though... It's kind of resolve in which he doesn't feel like he should do suicide because that is... It's beneath him. It's beneath him, and also it's a petty way out. So what's the only thing that you can do? You technically do suicide by killing yourself from a past self to yourself. So he either, <laughs> he either defeats... Yes, you heard that here first. <laughs> so he either defeats his, his younger self... And then it really just is like, well, damn, there really isn't anything. Well, he would erase himself from existence at that point. Exactly. So either way, he's getting his way. Yeah. Or he ultimately is defeated, and then he gets to be with Lady Death, to which young Thanos is like, dude, I'm over Lady Death. And then, you know, King Thanos is like, ha, 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 that's what you think, boy. Well, and that brings up a very good point. One, the art style for Mistress Death in this series at the very end was awesome. Uh, I think that they did beautiful, well, through this entire arc, they did beautiful art through the entire thing. And she was adorable. Like, she was, she was a beautiful, you know, depiction of that character. Um, and then, of course, I like the fact that they're truly evolving Thanos even more and showing the fact that he's just like, okay, this can go on, but I'm, I'm kind of over death. Like, I've been rejected by her enough. That I, I'm kind of moving on, or at least moving on to greater things. Yeah, like I don't, I don't have to be bound to only that. Because then he sees, he's like, is this my future? Are you serious? I become you. This is pathetic. You need to get over. I'm already over. I'm going to continue to be over. But at the same time, if this is what I result to, is like I have to call upon myself to kill myself. He's like it's just pathetic. How about you be a real man and just off yourself? Like you know, I would in this case. I'm going to go back to my time now. And I'm going to make sure you. that, yeah, I'm going to make sure you never come to pass. Which is great because technically he just did the universe a solid. Yeah, because then. <laughs> I've seen how this turns out. Guys, I got you. <laughs> <laughs> which, which gives us to that moment was because we have somewhat of a touching moment between Lady Death and King Thanos because he's like, ha, he failed. You know, now finally we can be together as his life is slowly starting to fade. But then he's like, wait a minute, no, you're not in a wedding dress. You're not here for a wedding, you're here for a funeral. He has succeeded. I've been erased, haven't I? And then she kind of just nods. Everything fades to and, black. Yes, and it's just her. And then she drops a black rose. Yeah. Um, now, what? like I said, what I really like about some of this stuff is that they're, they're, they're truly kind of evolving Thanos um, in the most recent series and kind of making him not um so obsessed with one type of focus he can still kind of better himself he still has that ultimate goal of being kind of this cosmic threat entity fulfilling his boredom in a sense and doing all this but he doesn't necessarily have to rely on himself if his only driving force for death uh which is really refreshing 
Now, of course, we're going to see something completely different in, uh, well, I don't want to say completely different, but we might see some uniqueness to the MCU. Uh, with the things that have come out um, for it, and this is a little bit of a spoiler, so, you know, we're, uh, this is some information that has been leaked out from what we understand. How true it is, we won't know until we watch the movie. Um, I don't want to hear spoilers. Ah, la, la, la. Yeah, yeah, too bad. You have to hear it anyways. But it, it, we, we've touched on this anyways. Thanos comes from a world, his driving force about kind of this obsession with balancing the universe. And uh, the aspect of he failed on his planet, so that's why he's trying to go across the universe and do that. When you look at Thanos in this movie... Yes, we've seen the other spotlights of him and Guardians and such smirking at this kind of conquest. But in this movie, you also see in his eyes kind of this person who has some kind of heavy shit weighing on his oh, yeah, no, shoulders. This, this is more like speculation, but I see why you said spoilers, because yeah. we could ultimately be right. We're going based off of this from what we have been provided so far. But right. yeah, yeah, like the discussion you and I have had... He definitely looks like like he has the the universe on his shoulders. Yeah, he has the weight of the universe. Because even when you see the scene, which is obvious, that it's a flashback where he has like young Gamora. He's completely just destroyed most of that planet. He he looks somber. His eyes are closed. His head is tilted down. He does not look like somebody who is triumphantly, yeah. you know, conquered a planet in a long line of planets. It seems like more of this is almost like his duty. It's something he's doing. Possibly even for like the he showed up, he showed up for work on a Tuesday. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> there, there is cause behind it. Now, you know, we'll discover more in the movie. But it, it's just an aspect that you can kind of look. And his body language is to us saying a lot. Um, I think we're in a really uh, big time for how Thanos is. And I'm waiting. Obviously, I think we're all waiting for the next big arcs of what things will go as. Yeah. Cause I mean, there's already like a lot of crazy Thanos has kind of dipped his hands into a lot of things as of late and including even as far back as, uh, I think kind of where the catalyst besides infinity and a lot of other good stuff. We see him in secret world or secret war. Sorry. Yeah. Battle world secret wars. Which uh, I'm sure you really enjoy. Actually, you probably felt a little torn. I was a little torn. We had God, uh, God, God Doom. King, yeah, God King Doom, and he basically Thor, just Thanos. reaches right into Thanos and he races him. Yeah, yeah. Like he completely kills him, and then you see Thanos later in like I, a nothingness realm. I, I guess it's kind of for me. I was torn, but at the same time, though, I was just like, "That's Doom." <laughs> <laughs> like it, it kind of felt like if it's gonna happen, it's gonna happen from him. And besides his own storyline, then you also have the whole Venomized event, which. That's, that's a whole other discussion for another time. Yeah, I think so. But coming off of Venomverse, we do see that the one leading this charge from the poisons is a poison version of Thanos. Right. Which Thanos in himself, we already discussed at his prime, King Thanos wiped out the, the entire multiverse practically mm. on his own. So we've already Young discussed... Young Thanos can fight someone with the Phoenix Force. Yeah. <laughs> so we already established that having a symbiote is kind of like... Because we always somehow have to come back to Dragon Ball Z is like going Super Saiyan 1. Yeah. The poisons they establish are More actually like even worse than that. <laughs> so where poisons are basically the equivalent of going Super Saiyan 2. So you already have somebody who's already stupidly powerful and how he's a poison. How are they going to stop this? 
Yeah. And I think it's going to be funny because with the whole us revisiting the Infinity War for probably the third or fourth time now. Something like that, yeah. <laughs> I think the way they're going to resolve the Venomized event because now you have everybody basically becoming a symbiote. Um, when poisons take over a symbiote, they consume the host, which means a lot of people are flat out dying right now. Right. We're not going to get them back like as if, if they were possessed by symbiotes. I think what's ultimately going to happen is it's going to tie... Since it is this is part of the main continuity... It's going to tie into the fact where we're going to have that moment where Thanos, in the Infinity War storyline, is going to have the gauntlet. He's going to be like, I don't like what's going on here. Yeah, yeah. I see this other Thanos that's supposed to be like me, and he's doing all this cool stuff that's not me doing it. Nope. I'm, re- I'm re-racing this. Yeah. I'm doing this over. Well, it, it, Thanos has come to those points, as we've kind of discussed here and there. He's had his points where I wouldn't necessarily call him a good guy, but he is a needed balance within the universe, and sometimes restarting a universe even though it looks like mass destruction is a clean like slate to make sure that everything is corrected i swear that's how they end the venomized event like i'm I'm gonna flip some tables it's probably gonna happen buddy it's the only thing that really makes sense to be honest the but the thing is is this is the thing that marvel needs to do and yeah you tell them mike i will will. (laughs) so they need to take you tell our supreme overlords disney what's going on do it So at and least Mike was it, never seen again. <laughs> at least oh. in the comic, at least in the comic info, <laughs> they need to start doing something that DC has done a few times. Oh, now. here we go. When you restart your universe, you keep some people that remember what was going on from before. They have, they have the done Fantastic that. Four, and remember they're coming back in August. <laughs> when when the when the universe was restarted after the Infinity Gauntlet. Yeah. Uh, there were multiple characters who they still remembered. Holy shit! This is the guy who wiped out the universe. Yeah. Well, the 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 best thing that I think they could do is instead of instead of completely retaining memory, they need to retain some of the stuff that they've done with these characters. Like they have Cubic in the Cosmic Cube event with uh, Hydra's uh, cat. Let's not talk about that. Hey, buddy. You okay? <laughs> oh, why is it the... Oh, my favorite character is the one getting screwed over. <laughs> Although I would say Secret Empire still was a great storyline and it wasn't truly Steve Rogers. But, again, that's a cast it for was, another time. It, it was, but it wasn't. I would love to see more unworthy Thor, though. Like, if you're if you're going to restart... If you're going to restart this universe, keep unworthy Thor. Because that's the best thing they've done with Thor in a long time. I'll agree with that, and I hate Thor. And I actually thought that... the And I haven't read... Uh, nearly as much as I would like to. I've only seen bits here and there. Unworthy Thor was freaking good from what I've yeah. seen. Hate to bring it to you guys, but he's about to be worthy again. Yeah, well, that, that's fine, but, you know, put him back through that, that, like, at least give him that memory of having to go back through and becoming worthy again. Um, take the Vision from the Visions comic and let that continue. Like him, we don't need Vision. Vision is pointless. He's Yo, had a he family. is pointless. He's a stay-at-home dad in Visions. Like his. I don't care. I hate Vision. We can move on from Vision. <laughs> I can't wait to see in the movie when they rip the stone out of that guy's freaking head and he never comes back. But he's probably going to come back. Yeah. Shit. <laughs> uh, Paul Bettany still signed on. I have no problem movie. with the actor. He just has to play a really horrible shit. Maybe character. they'll turn him into Wonder Man. They'll do the All they'll right, reverse him around. Yeah. They'll do yeah, the opposite they'll, they'll of what. They'll change it back and he'll be. Wonder they'll reverse Man. his origin story. Yeah. They'll they'll give him the new Adam Warlock. But 
Either way, I I think we, this is another one of those conversations, especially with how deep and how much Thanos can kind of go throughout the universe, that it, it could go on for quite a while. He's all important. He is all important. That's the reason why I said at the very beginning, if they give him Omega Beams, I quit. <laughs> well, I think he does have beams that shoot no, out. No, he eyes. he has the he has his disintegration beams. They're not like Omega beams. They don't track. They don't do zigzaggy motion. No, no, no. They're just which is also where Darkseid fails because his shit's broken. It has zigzags all over the yeah, place. How do I look that way? <laughs> Either way, but again, I, I with a character this involved in the universe that is Marvel. I think right now it's great with the fact that, you know, the movie is going to be coming out later this week um, and everything that's kind of gone on. So realistically, I think that's going to kind of roll us out for this episode. So if you enjoyed this episode, be sure to like, share, and subscribe, and also ding that bell to be notified of future videos. And let us know your thoughts on the Mad Titan down in the comments below. We're not just on YouTube either. You can go ahead and find our podcast on Podbean, iTunes, Google Play, and Stitcher. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and any of the other social media listed down below. Make sure you jump over on our Discord channel so you can talk with the Ready Comics Roll crew and other rollers on issues just like the Mad Titan and other comics. And don't forget to follow us on Twitch for random live streams throughout the week. We might do some things like Monster Hunter again. <laughs> Since new stuff is out. Always Monster Hunter. <laughs> and if you'd like to see us grow, don't forget we have a Patreon. You can head on over and become a patron today.